Hello, this is Katia. I'd like to welcome you to American Midwife in Mexico. This is the very first podcast I've ever done. I got talked to into this by my son this evening, and I thought, why not? Let's give it a go. I uh, feel like I've got a lot of stories to tell and share, and this might be a good venue to do that. Um, this podcast will be mostly about what I'm doing here in Mexico. I'm a, I'm a midwife. I'm a doula. I'm an herbalist. I'm an educator. Um, doing all kinds of amazing things here in Mexico. We're about to embark on getting a little piece of property and renovating a house. I'm trying to get my dogs trained. <laughs> I... I, there's so many different projects that are kind of falling into my lap, both creatively and professionally, that uh, it's kind of an amazing place to be, and this might be a great place to share it. So I guess just a little back, a background about me. I'm, I've been married since 1989. I have one son. My son's a photographer and a videographer videographer, excuse me. <laughs> he has a podcast called I Feel Responsible. Check it out. You're, I'm on it. I'm on one of his podcasts. My, he interviewed myself and my husband this evening. Uh, he came down for a visit uh, down here to Mexico for a couple of days. It's been a blast having David here. Um, so as a midwife, I've been doing midwifery since the 1980s. Um, I was in East Africa for five years, and I did a little bit of midwifery then. I wasn't a midwife. I just ended up at a few births. And then I really, at that point, knew I really wanted to be a midwife. And that's a story I'll share some some point, too. But when I came back to the States, I tried to get some training, eventually got training at Maternidad La Luz in El Paso, Texas, and then opened up my home birth practice right after my son was born in 1991. And so my home birth practice was based out of Las Cruces and El Paso, and I did about five, 600 births somewhere in there over... Mm, over a 20-year period, I guess. And uh, I uh, ended up starting to come down to Mexico in 2014 and uh, as an invitation of some Mennonite clients that I had from Cuauhtémoc, Mexico. And it just became very apparent that I was supposed to be here, and so... Long story short, in December of 2015, I acquired a rental property that I moved into, and we opened up our birth center and midwifery school in January of 2016. Um, I also opened up my herbal apothecary. I work with several doctors down here, both uh, doing herbalism, but also as a midwife, I work with doctors down here too. So 
As a midwife, we're doing home births down here. We have Casa Gebert. Casa, of course, meaning house in Spanish. Gebert meaning birth in German. And that's because the Mennonite community um, is, they speak German and in particular Low German or Plattdeutsch. And then we also have an incredible project working with Centro de Angelitos, which is our birth room at Hospital Angeles in town in Cuauhtémoc. And that room came about in 2016, and we remodeled a room, and the midwives and doulas of Cuauhtémoc run that room. Doctors and nurses are only allowed in when we invite them. We run all the protocols, we run everything, and uh, we're only down the hall from surgery if we need it. We transfer out of, out of Centro de Angelitos to the hospital when we have to transfer. And most of our clients choose to do Centro de Angelitos at this point. Um, I have... A second generation of midwife students, the Quatemoc Midwifery School has been running since January of 2016, so we have those midwives who've been training with me for two years and plus, and then I have a new group of students who started in January. We have eight students, six of them Mennonites, two of them Raramuri, or um, maybe better known for most folks as the Taramara, which is an indigenous group. Um, from the mountains nearby here. Nearby meaning a couple of hours. <laughs> um, doula-wise, we started a doula training program. Partly that was motivated by going to visit one of the regional hospitals and uh, the understanding that the Mennonite women, a lot of them don't speak any Spanish, and the men are not allowed to come into the birth room. And so they are basically at the mercy of the Hispanic staff who come in and, of course, are speaking Spanish and don't speak any German. And these ladies who are extremely modest have no clue of what's going on and um, end up with a very, very high rate of cesarean section. And partly just because there's nobody to translate, nobody to help them do any kind of communication whatsoever. So our first job back in 2014 was to figure out how can we raise up some doulas. And people were asking me, train me as a midwife. I said, first we got to get some doulas. We have to help these ladies at the regional hospital. So we had some doulas trained. Um, we still have a project at that hospital where um, our students go in and they volunteer they do translation work. They support the women as doulas. Sometimes they end up even catching the babies. Depends on who the doctor is uh, working at the time. Um, amazing opportunities there to help women, um, to help them through, especially when there's nobody to translate. We're real excited about our two Tauramara women because a lot of the women... Um, at that hospital at Raramuri, who speak no Spanish as well, and they get um, treated less than optimally, I guess is what I'll say. Um, so we're kind of excited about that potential. 
and lots of stories about that. Our doula program is called the Earthwise Doula. We um, are a, we're an independent group, but we work through Herbal Medics Academy, or the Human Path out of San Antonio. So they're an umbrella organization for us. And um, we do that training once a year in the fall. It's a 10-week course, and then there's a lot of outside things. And the focus of Earthwise Doula is a little bit different than other doula courses. We train people in emergency birth as well, which is not the focus of most doula courses. But our whole thing is to have women or doulas who are available in disaster situations and also can work in austere situations. Um, and I'll just give you an example. Our our regional hospital, when women come out of having their birth in their recovery room, they're put on basically a slab. There's no pillow. There's very, there's no curtain for them. There's nothing. And I think they, they do have a sheet that you can cover them with, but um, there's not a lot of, of uh, amenities, so to speak. And so, you know, everybody's like, oh, just give them a pillow and prop their pillow under their arm so you can help them to breastfeed. And we don't have anything to help. Uh, there's no there's no supplies. There's nothing that will actually, uh, there's no props to help you in, you know, helping promote breastfeeding per se or any other thing. Um, so anything that's brought to the birth, like a peanut ball or a birth ball, is something that the doulas would have to bring themselves. Um, so the Earthwise Doula program is to help women figure out how can you help women in those kind of situations with the idea that they could walk into any uh, any refugee camp and be able to help or... Um, in a disaster situation that they'd be able to help. And we have another course called Meconium Hit the Fan that we teach out of Herbal Medics Academy, which basically trains people to be birth worker, um, that they can, you know, answer the call, whatever it is. It's unlikely they're going to be actually catching babies, but there's so much that they can do to help prenatally, postpartum, helping with organization, making sure those women who are in higher need are getting care. So that's our, really our focus with Earthwise Doula. Um, the herbalist part of what I'm doing, again, it's mostly through Herbal Medics Academy. We do have a pretty big apothecary at Casa Gavert, which is the birth center. Um, I have a large room with dried herbs and then we have about 180 tinctured herbs that we have available to us and um, teaching a few folks locally about herbs. I have not figured out too many local herbs because I'm surrounded by uh, mostly cornfields and apple orchards here. Not a whole lot of wild land to even be able to go wild crafting. Up in the mountains, there's opportunities, but it's hard for me to get out there. Um, but anyway, through Herbal Medics Academy, I teach a course on women's herbs, on pediatric herbs, 
childbirth herbs, the meconium hit the fan course, which is that emergency birth worker training. And then we also teach the Earthwise Doula program. Um, so that's probably most of the stories and stuff are going to come from something about that something that's either happened at a birth or an herbal case study or it might be my frustration with trying to get my two puppies trained so they don't jump on me. <laughs> There's no no limit to uh, some of the exciting things that are happening, like the house that we're renovating. I've never renovated a house, so it's been um, a challenge and exciting. Um, so I'm kind of kind of excited about doing this podcast. If you have any questions um you can american midwife in mexico at gmail.com american midwife in mexico at gmail.com so if you have any questions or if you want me to talk about something in particular please send me an email and um, i'll talk about it so this has been katia Lamon, american midwife in mexico i hope to talk with you the next time Thank you.